you know, a lot of coaches have a hard time, a lot of leaders have a hard time saying, hey, I don't have all the answers. I made a mistake. If you own that, your people will follow you to no end. And you will get better and you will see monumental steps quickly with that focused communication. Our guest today is Colonel J.R. West. He's the Director of Operations for the United States Army Recruiting Command and heavily involved with Go Army Edge, which we've talked about on the podcast numerous times. He's going to give us some great insight on ideas that we can use throughout the season, starting with where we're at right now in the early season and progressing through. And we have broken these up with our coaches over the course of the season, sharing you different ideas each day. But I thought there were some really good things in here, looking at it from end to end, and we'd like to share that with you today. So here's our interview with Colonel J.R. West of the United States Army. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast, or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. Our guest today on the podcast is U.S. Army Colonel, Chief of Staff of the U.S. Army Recruiting Command, J.R. West. You've heard us talk in the past about Go Army Edge. He's extremely involved with that, but he played college ball at Army. He's coached for 10 plus years, and he has a very sound understanding of how this all fits together, everything he does and everything we do as coaches. So Colonel West, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, Keith, truly appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and the folks. Really enjoy what you provide back for coaches. And again, thank you so much for this opportunity to talk football and what we can do with leader development. Before we got going, you and I were talking just about the connection between all the things you do and that our great football coaches out here do as well. And it's just an important connection between those two and such an important role that our coaches play today in society. One on the football field, the, the tremendous value you get from learning and developing a skill, regardless of your position. But from a coaching standpoint, your influence on that, that young athlete, that student athlete, you're an influencer. You help shape that young man, you guide them, and you've been still in them a drive to go out and become the best version of themselves. And a lot of coaches have a long life impact. I mean, I remember my first coaches, the coaches that recruited me for Army. They've had a lifelong impact and, and a fingerprint on me to help shape me to who I am today. And that's that's what coaches today continue to have that impact on kids. And it's a powerful, powerful position. Now, in your work with Recruiting Command, a big tool that you guys have and our coaches are familiar with, and we've had several coaches talk about Go Army Edge on this podcast, I think it'd be great if we could hear – Exactly why was this created, and how does it tie into the Army? 
Keith, the Gourmet Edge originally started, there was a breakdown, you know, we kind of lost touch with, with the rest of society and what the Army was doing. And, and it was an opportunity to give back to, you know, in this case, the football community, provide a resource that helps coaches in a great and safe way develop kids for this tremendous sport we have. And from a military standpoint, it gave us an opportunity to reconnect with those coaches, with those high schools, and with those kids to help share what it is the Army's all about and what opportunities you have in using the Army as a springboard into you know, what you want to do in your life and have the skill sets to go out and succeed when you go after those goals. Colonel, we talked a little bit about this time of the year for us. We are in season, and I think there's a ton you have to offer to our coaches here, both in the leadership role you've been in in the military, but also because you've coached football and played football as well. So just looking and starting this time of the year as coaches are listening to it, it is early season and fundamentals, such an important thing. It's something we really want to build on. So what's your view and philosophy on the fundamentals and how important they are right now, especially early season to the success of a team? Hey, Keith, I'm a firm believer that the fundamentals are what you work on first, second, and last. They set the tone for your ability to put a kid in a position to go out and succeed, to play the game fast. They're not thinking. They're responding, engaging. You know, in the Army, the fundamentals are what we do on a daily basis, and that enables us to go out and face any of the challenges that we have, and you're able to react and respond and accomplish the mission without having to think. You've built in that muscle memory. And I know coaches are at this point in the season, especially if you've got a new coaching staff or you've got a new concept, you want to put everything in the world into the playbook. And and you'll see kids challenged to to keep up. When you break it down, and, and I simplify it a little bit, but if you can block, tackle, swarm to the ball, and have ball security, you can engage any offense, any defense, any special teams, and your kids are in a position to go out and be the best that they can be. And those fundamentals set that tone. And when those fundamentals are just habit, now you have the ability to go take it to the next level and put a little bit of your personal flair into the X's and O's side of it. But all those fundamentals set the tone for the ability to do that. And you'll see teams early. You see it in the NFL. Folks struggle to tackle early. You know, the little things. It's that focus on fundamentals that sets the stage for everything, whether on football field or in the Army or in life. I think in, in looking at something you said here as we were preparing for this too is the fundamentals, yes, they're the foundation. It's also that investment in the individual. You are teaching that individual how to be successful in his job. And there's one way in, you know, really focusing on the scheme and their role to make that successful. But ultimately, as you said, one, two, and three, the fundamentals are also an investment in that individual. You're absolutely right, Keith. You can be the smartest X's and O's on the planet. The kid that you're coaching has got to believe that you care about them and you care about their well-being and their improvement. And, you know, you hear folks talking about trying to get a lot of reps. A coached rep is better than 10 uncoached reps because you can reinforce the, the key fundamental piece. You're putting your time, you're looking that kid directly in the eye and showing him with your actions that you care 
not only about him as a player, but as a person. And when you have that type of belief from a, a player, from a teammate, um, that you as a leader, as a coach, are invested in them, you're going to unleash a performance and a willingness and a drive that you could never pull out of somebody any other way. And, you know, the two things you can't coach are effort and attitude, but you can influence it by investing in those kids and showing them that you care about them, you care about what they're about, and developing as an athlete, as a position player or a specialist, and, you know, then moving forward in life. Because the, the lessons on the football field that are instilled by those coaches carry you across, across your lifetime. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. The great thing about football season is at the end of every week there's a test and there's going to be challenges along the way. There's going to be setbacks, small ones, big ones. Uh, those things arise, but it, as, a, as a coach and as a leader, it's a chance to communicate and address those things and obviously improve the individual, improve the team. So, you know, as, especially, you know, you look at that, that's middle of the season. I think for a lot of teams, that middle of the season, it, it can go one way or the other from there. Either there was that start where they struggled and now they can figure out and move forward and have success, or there's that success they had early on, which maybe even leads to resting on your laurels a little bit, having a little bit of the wrong attitude or think, oh, we got it all figured out. So, you know, what kind of communication strategies do you use to address especially things that happen for football coaches at that time of the year, the middle of the season? The ability to be open, to take advantage of things that are going well, that you may have not seen the same way as the start of the season, the ability to overcome some challenges. It all starts with your ability and willingness to communicate to your coaches and to your team that you have a challenge. There's something we're not doing as well as we could. And then being open to how we go after correcting that. And on the other side, if you're doing something well, how we continue to maintain that and then continue to exploit those opportunities on those tests, as you said, each week. The, the fundamental piece, whether it's been in coaching, whether it's been in the Army, the ability to communicate with your players and communicate with your coaches, the vision you have, what are the key things we need to do to achieve our objective that we have as an individual player or coach, as a position group, or as a team. And it's the same thing in the Army. You start at the individual level, and I have to be honest with myself where my strengths and weaknesses are or what I did or failed to do and how I get better with it. I have to be open to that. And if I'm not, your team is never going to achieve what it could, 
And as an individual, you're never going to achieve what you could do and perform at that level. But the communication piece, coming together and identifying a way ahead, it's that communication after you identify where you need to go that's focused on action. If what you're talking about doesn't lead to a change in performance, you're just talking to talk, and that's not effective communication. Effective communication, you focus on the challenges you have or the successes you've had and how you either fix those challenges or you continue to sustain those successes. And that focused communication, we're all in this. It gets back to your commitment to the individual, your investment in them, their belief that you care about them, and to show that, you know, a lot of coaches have a hard time, a lot of leaders have a hard time saying, hey, I don't have all the answers. I made a mistake. If you own that, your people will follow you to no end, and you will get better, and you will see monumental steps quickly with that focused communication. As we move forward and take a look at later season, now it's the time of the year for a lot of people. There's that rivalry game in there. There's implications for the playoffs, for a championship. They're high-stress weeks in the late season. There's that tendency. We could always get lost in, we're going to have this scheme that's going to win us the game or everything. But I, I know you believe it's, it's time to celebrate what you talked about earlier. Celebrate those fundamentals, the foundation. And then look at how can we use fundamentals to exploit maybe some weaknesses in our opponents. Talk to us a little bit about those things. And again, that application of what you started with the beginning, the fundamentals. Yeah, Keith. So again, the fundamentals, that's a foundational action that you base all your, your entire team, your season on. When you're moving through the end of the season, you're going to have some folks go down. You're going to have guys step up. You're going to build that depth, whether it's directed or whether it's through injury, you're going to build that. And those folks that step up, they've got the fundamentals. You've had success at this point. You've made progress because your fundamentals continue to improve. And as you move into these challenging games, these rivalry games, I mean, you know, being a part of the Army-Navy game, being a part of, between my brother and I, we bookend the five in a row, Army over Navy, some phenomenal games. You know, Ben Kawiki, you talked to earlier, was part of those teams. It is very easy to get wrapped up in the emotion of a game. But when you're focused on the fundamentals, you've invested in your, your players on an individual level, it's easy to bring that energy back down into a useful way instead of being stressed out or anxious about something. Because you're able to go back to, at the end of the day, it's blocking, it's tackling, and ball security. And together, we will drive forward and accomplish our goals. And whether it's been five- and six-year-old flag football or high school football or Army-Navy, when you boil it down and you're able to take that energy that is going to come from a championship game, from a rivalry game, and you're able to focus it into your fundamentals and your beliefs, and you realize that that, anxiety, that anxiousness is your body being ready to go, you see teams in those rivalry games that come out and lay an egg because they don't know how to control that energy. And the folks that are able to channel that back through their fundamentals, back to their team belief in each other, those folks go out and execute 
in a precise way, and they come out on the top end of the scoreboard. And it's the same thing we do in the Army. It is not natural to jump out of an airplane willingly. But you've got to bring yourself up to it, and it's the fundamentals that are trained into you over and over and over. And your belief in the guy to your left and right, those all come down to when you go out and execute, you're like, wow, I did that, and it was fun. So those fundamentals set the tone. It helps you bring them their focus back into using that energy in a positive manner and driving forward and, and keeping the focus, especially in these young kids. It's a powerful thing. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. As we look into then what goes beyond the late season, we get into postseason things or championship games, playoff weeks. What's your recommendation to be able to manage that player pressure and ensure that they perform at their best during crucial playoff moments. I mean, you you need your guys to perform at their best in, in things that are life and death. So how do we take those ideas and being able to prepare in those pressure situations and apply that to football? So one, you've, you've set your foundation. You've invested in the individual player. The team knows you're committed to them and they're committed to you to your common objective. The next piece of this, and I, I used this back in the Performance Enhancement Center at Army, positive visualization. Putting yourself in the position of it's 12 seconds to go in the game, Army-Navy, you're on the 32-yard line right hash, you're down two, and you're lined up for the field goal. And you see yourself execute perfectly, and the ball splits the uprights, and you beat Navy 25-24. Putting yourself in a position where you see the hole open up, the linebacker fills, and makes a perfect tackle in the hole to stop them from scoring. The mental, positive mental visualization of seeing you execute your duties, your responsibilities, built upon the foundation you have and the belief that your coaches and your leaders and your teammates believe in you and you believe in them, that weapon of the mind is the most powerful resource these kids have and our coaches have and focusing that so that they have that positive belief that when the pressure moment comes on they've already executed that game-winning play a hundred times in their mind that aspect of it directly correlates to what we do in the military we go through and we rep things over and over and over and you can blindfold a guy and they can assemble disassemble and perform a functions check on a weapon, no issues. It's that mental visualization, controlling the situation. Put your kids in a controlled environment and walk them through 
fourth and one on the one. We're running our key play, and we're running right here. See yourself make the block. Perfect center quarterback exchange. The handoff is perfect. The lead block blows up the inside shoulder of the linebacker. Touchdown. That is one of the biggest things I've seen, whether it was on the, myself on the football field, through kids I've coached, other teams, my kids playing, or in, in the Army. Those aspects help focus those kids, focus our soldiers towards the belief that they have already executed that critical play to perfection. Colonel West, as we look at how things wrap up, we've talked on this podcast before with different coaches, borrowing from the military, the after-action review, and, and those things happen throughout the season. I mean, we meet every week and we talk about what just happened, but now we have this chance when the season ends and we're wrapping things up to really look at what did we just do, what can we learn from it, and what kinds of things do you look at to ensure that you're getting the feedback and the recommendations from all these reports and all these interviews that we have with our players so that it can translate into something actionable for that next season? Well, Keith, the, the open communications is the key to starting that. So the, the information you get back from your players, you know, conducting an exit interview with each player, with each coach on the way out, you know, what did you like? What did you want to get better at? What do you wish we had more time for what, that we focused on? What did we do that made you a better player, a better coach, a better human being? That is all important in getting that feedback that then drives your ability as a coach or as a staff or as a player to identify where your weaknesses are or where your gaps are and how you're going to go about improving those, where your successes were and how to continue those and even continue to grow those. But all of this needs to come down to it must drive action. We do a really good job in the Army of doing this after-action report, identifying what went well, what didn't go well, how to go about it. The challenging part for the Army, and it's a challenging part as a coach as well, is now that we've identified those things, how do we make those things drive action so that we have improved results from our last performance? And that's the same thing whether it's in the season or after the season or in the Army. And that aspect, I think, is the biggest lost part. Folks will identify, yep, we need to get better against the inside zone. We need to get better on, you know, the RPO, pass blocking. But the drills and everything that they focus on to improve the team, improve the individual, improve the staff may not necessarily relate directly to it. And, and this is the key where that after-action report gives you the blueprint to move forward and now you must drive action to see those things improve and to continue the, the successes you've had. And I agree that is the challenge because you go and you have that problem and there's now, you know, the pandemic brought this about. Information, there's so much out there, sometimes it's hard to figure out what do I use? So what is the process? What is the filter to be able to get yourself to the right starting point there for that actionable plan, for those answers that are going to help you improve so the next time you go out on the football field that next August or whenever it might be, that you're better than you were when you left the season? Keith, I think the biggest thing is at the end of the day, with the volume of information that's out there, 
you have to know what is your purpose. What is my purpose as a coach and what is our objective as a team? That is the driver behind using the massive amount of information that's out there, these after-action reports. You focus on your purpose and the objective that you have as an individual, as a coach, as a team. That focuses you so that you're using critical resources in a focused manner that will drive meaningful action. If you have that focus, you're taking an overwhelming amount of information and ways of doing things, and you're focusing it to the single point of why you as a coach are coaching and what you as a team are trying to accomplish. You've eliminated 90% of the, tr the, the struggle that folks have with extraneous information. Now you're focused, you find those key points, and it gets back to you. that drives action, which enhances your focus on your fundamentals, and you continue to build, and the cycle repeats, except now you've elevated to another level. And as you continue that, if you're a coach in a program for long term, you've got the ability to institute cultural change in a program and institute something that is going to continue through the coaches that come through your program and, more importantly, through the players that come through your program because they're going to take this lesson and apply it to life. It's the same thing you got to do, whether it's with your job, on the athletic field, or in the Army. But identifying what your purpose is and what your objective is, that drives you to use all this information that's out there in a focused manner to drive action and to continue to improve. Colonel West, we certainly appreciate the perspective you've given today on some of these questions and how they apply to the season. I want to thank you on behalf of all coaches for the incredible tool, free tool you've provided in Go Army Edge. I know it's made a difference for me and my own coaching, and I've shared that story before in our first uses of it, how we uh, we turned that into a simulation room for our offensive line for blitz pickup. But then over the course of this season, it came up time and time again from all levels, high school, college, NFL, of how guys are using this tool to make their teams better. And, and I know... It facilitates so many things from, you know, something that gives you those extra reps and, and visual recognition to just guys using it actually as the framework for their meeting room where they have guys up active and, and working and understanding this. If coaches out there, if you haven't seen this, please be sure to check out Go Army Edge. And as I said, Colonel West, uh, much appreciation from the coaching profession and allowing us to be able to use a tool like that. Thank hey, you. This is one thing where, you know, the Army investing in our youth, giving something back to these coaches. Again, football is one of the greatest character development and leader development resources we have in our country. It's accessible to everybody, and the ability to provide, as you said, a free capability to coaches. I mean, my dad coached for 30 years, parents with teachers for a combined 60 years. I've never heard a coach or a teacher say they have enough resources. So to be able to provide a free resource back, they can truly be used from the youth through the NFL. Just glad to be a part of that. And, and the other piece that Gourmet Edge enables you to have, and, and you've seen it with some of your other folks you've talked to in the other podcasts, the ability to stand up and, and get muscle memory. You can work a live rep against Gourmet Edge visualization, and you can build muscle memory. And what do you eliminate? You eliminate the glancing head blows, the 
incidental contact that turns into a kid out for two weeks because of concussion protocol. All those things are doing and making the game safer. We're able to provide a safe environment for our kids to go out and play this great sport that we all love. It's a character developer. It gives you the ability to coach at a higher level. It gives your players who are able to go on there and see in the first person their reads, their keys. Now your time on the field is so much more valuable and it performed at a higher level. You can't replicate those reps in person that you can do on Go Army Edge. I'm just proud to be part of the team that's helping provide this. I'm thankful as a user, as a coach to have used this, but again, tremendous thing. The more coaches that are involved and share this with other coaches, the better our sport's gonna be. And I really appreciate you allowing me on your platform to help advocate for this. I truly am a believer. Otherwise, I wouldn't invest in it. My kids use it. My kids' coaches use it. And it's made a difference in their game. And they enjoy the sport because they have a better understanding of what they're going to see. They do that mental visualization. And when the game comes, a proud dad moment was when my kid comes back and goes, Dad, it seems like everybody else is running in slow motion. I knew what they were going to do. And that was after only a couple weeks of using Gourmet Edge in this new offense. He's in a new school. And it's so powerful. And it's free, and it's good for the game, and it's good for our kids and our coaches. So thank you very much for the opportunity for this. I love talking football. I'm passionate about it. I thank you for what you do in, in this, this platform and helping educate the coaches it's a valuable tool. I really enjoy listening to the other things, picking up keys and seeing the game from a different perspective. It just helps us get better all around. So thank you very much, Keith. I really appreciate it. Thank you again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast and our season series designed to give you ideas that can spark some thought, that will enhance what you're doing, or maybe help you make some changes and adjustments along the way. You can find our entire catalog of those on coachingcoordinator.com and you can sign up there for our weekly tips sheet which will run down all of the ideas that we shared in the previous week. Best of luck to you and your team as you continue on through the 2023 season.